At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to the bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Hi, it's Black Lou, and welcome to the first Bonfire Best of the Week for 2020. Friends of the show Monroe Martin and Derek Gaines stopped by, and Monroe told the crew about his time growing up in the foster care system in Philadelphia. I think I used to stand the other day, he was big up with foster parents, and I was like, were any of them like just great like the shit and you were like no not really not really like, <laughs> like the ones who were great I will take that back the ones who were great were the ones who like taught me how to be independent they oh. were like like Miss Pearl she was like old woman chain smoker like okay. she smoked at least a half a carton of cigarettes a day crazy like, how old was she she was like late 60s she had a dog named Fifi which is like, I sort of got a love Fifi she was like a, uh-huh. a mutt but mixed with a um, German Shepherd oh wow she used to just sit there and smoke cigarettes and Fifi would just be right next to her inhaling that shit. <laughs> and she had like a little green Camry that horns sound like it smoked cigarettes too. Like when she hit it, like, meh. <laughs> right? So like, she would like take me to go get sneakers and shit and like somebody would be in the way she'd be like, meh. And they'd look at the car like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Dude, she was great. But she ended up getting like a smaller kid, and then she was like, "Look, I can't have both of you. You old, you'll figure it out." And I was like, "All right." Damn. She took me to Six Flags for the first time, and that was the last time I was in the house. Like, she took me to Six Flags. She, I was on every ride, even the ones that you pay for. You know, it's just that like yeah. swing back and forth. We're buying food. Dude, oh, you got wow. in the park. You got black it. people don't fuck with park food. They bring their own shit. Yeah, they, they have do. fun. And Always go back to the parking go lot. Go back to the car. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "All right, let's go Get back to the, the park. stamp that's in the black light." shit no. yeah. go eat at the car oh, yeah. she bought up. park food like multiple times I'm yeah, like this is the greatest night too, of my bro. life right we stayed to that the might park not be clothes. racial as much as a financial thing because I remember a lot of times at a, at a water park or an amusement park yeah. Like, yeah. going back out to the car to coolers, coolers that were packed yeah, yeah. yeah. sandwiches and coolers yeah. booze and sandwiches and coolers I could have um, tripped to Wawa Little yeah, a few Wawa sandwiches I had Ziploc bags of bologna sandwiches yeah. In the coolers. Yeah, yeah. I still remember what the cooler looked like. You the know, red the, cooler? The, 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 <laughs> with the handle yeah, that you pulled down. Oh, no. We get the actual disposable like styrofoams oh. that you were going to leave there when it's over. Just kick them apart and let the oh, ice... Just stomp them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that shit, too. There's so many movies and stories of like foster care being some amazing story of like... I'm, a, I'm yeah. working on something. I'm yeah. working on uh, changing the narrative a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just feel like, it ain't sweet like that, all right? Yeah. Was there um was there a guy that... Was there a foster family that you had that the dude had a crusty job that you didn't like that you're like, I'm glad you fucking... Uh, I, most of my foster... I only had two foster dads. Fought both of them. Okay, what's your record? Yeah. I I won one, one I won the other one they jumped me 
What? Yeah. How does a foster dad? How does he, he jump me with his foster his children? And then he's like, "Listen, you know that kid I'm taking care of? <laughs> I was teaching him. Remember that kid that's got a tough Independence. life? Independence. He goes. He goes. He's talking to his brother. He goes. What are you doing this afternoon? Uh, <laughs> Want to come over and teach young Monroe lesson? <laughs> he goes. Is it? He's gonna come up. I'm gonna go for a hug. You need to come in. Fucking hand. I went to the Superman punch him right off the steps. Was it, did Why, you really? know? Why'd they jump you? Okay, it's a long story. I mean, sure. do we got time? Yes. All right, so All right. they just bought a new house. They moved into a new house. It's him, his wife. Uh, he had like two kids or whatever. Okay. And they gave me this bullshit ass curfew in the summertime. And the curfew was like, you need to be home at like. 10 o'clock and I'm like it's the fucking summer like yeah. no and how old I'm, are you I'm like 16 going oh, on 17 at the time 16 10 that's early yeah. that's fucking early that's crazy and early. I don't have early, no yeah. they never gave me bus fare or anything and in Philly I walked everywhere so you know where Rising Sun Avenue is mm-hmm. so they lived in Rising Sun Avenue. I hung out by Broad and Alany. So I would walk all the way home. I got home. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. I don't remember how far that That's is. That's a long ass walk. That's a long ass walk. So it's a scary walk, too. North. What's, your, what's your calves like? You got good calves? I feel like you got Dude, strong I, calves. I, I, I got lazy living in New York. Now yeah. I just get on the train, but I used to walk everywhere. Fucking, yeah. These legs yeah. were strong, y'all. Oh, dude, you could probably eat whatever you wanted. Just Monroe was like Tyrese, just walking and, and singing with headphones on. Coca Cola, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry you had a 10 o'clock curfew you 10 o'clock for curfew got there probably like 11 30 12 o'clock they locked me outside oh. but they locked oh, they I got there I was knocking on the door and I watched them shut the lights oh. off one by one in the house right you watch the downstairs lights go off so I walk around back you see those lights go off and then like you just see the upstairs lights go off so I started I like bang on the door kick the door and then I just go in the backyard and just hang out and then I just get like angry right I just yeah. get angry and I fucking they have a above ground pool and I didn't mean to but I kicked the fucking pump of the pool yeah. and all the water just starts oh. spilling out onto did the you fucking go, yard did you immediately go from like super angry to super like fuck of course I ran yeah. I fucking ran you're, like, you're just so mad you're like man fuck this stupid pool ooh, fuck, ooh, fuck, 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 stop trying to fucking stop get back in stop, put it back it's up it's making like weird a lot of water coming out noise so it's like it's pool it's pouring it's pool filtering out of a hole so you can't even, like, you're trying to hold the nylon back up and fight nature, but there's nothing you could possibly do. You couldn't chew enough gum to plug that hole. Dude, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had to float down the street. Two packs of Juicy Fruit, right? Uh, dude, that's so funny. I panicked. I fucking, like, ran. And you, if you know Rise of the Sun, it's, like, close to being in the suburbs. It's very quiet and shit. It's on. So I'm, like, booking it down the street. And I get like far enough by the Foreman Mills and I'm like alright fuck I'm good I'm gonna just like walk back to my friend's house a gray minivan pulls up they both it stops they both jump out and proceed to kick the shit out of me like I'm fighting back I get like one good hit in and I like bounce like Did I'm they, about to fucking I just lost the pants yeah I, I'm like like Monroe, yeah how and you're, you're like, you're like I like you're like Hi, Mr. Marcus. I'm really sorry, but like, you, 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 did you think there was a chance he was gonna like? No, they jumped fuck. out and started. So squared like, up, they came out like. Yeah, it wasn't no like, words. It wasn't wow. no words. Or anything. It because was you just, know how hard I work for that pool. How's that legal? 
It's not. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, is it in a contract? All right, so you so, can beat this kid's ass. Did the sliding twice door, a year? Did the sliding door open and his brother got out? Or uh, he? So yes, the sliding door. No, they wasn't a sliding door. They both jumped out of. He jumped out of the passenger seat and then he stopped the car in the middle of the street, and then jumped out. And then like my dumb ass should have just ran. Yeah. But like I see them coming towards me, and I knew I can take the dad. Like I got enough. Rage in me to be like, at least I can take the dab. But his brother was quick. Yeah, <laughs> get those jabs in. His brother was quick. Man, so imagine- I got like one good hit in, but they they set fire to my ass. Really? Yeah. And then I called my mom. Here's, here's the fucked up thing. Like me and my mom are cool, but I called my mom from a payphone, a collect call, right? Collect call. Call my mom. And me and my mom, like my mom, never really had a life together. She was like living in a room at this time. She was like, "Come to me." I'll take care of you, blah, blah, blah. And I go and like I'll stay with her the next day. And then she calls child services and puts me back in foster care so she doesn't get in trouble. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Never back to that guy. Never, never been back. But did they you didn't press work? charges or nothing. So it was nothing really happened. Did you get your stuff back from them? Like how did that Uh yeah, but the my social worker went and grabbed it and they okay. like they just took they just basically handed him what they wanted to. Cause they like bought me stuff here and there but they would just throw like whatever you feel like you had a social zip- worker that really gave a shit about you like precious absolutely not my precious. I don't want this to get dark first social worker killed herself Jesus okay. yeah okay. And then second you think it was your fault I think so <laughs> <laughs> was it, Jay was it was it because your grades weren't good yeah <laughs> I was, because, every, because all your foster families were fighting you <laughs> I failed social studies like, I can't I can't that's so funny that's horrible yeah you, you go alright I don't care about the war of 1812 <laughs> you don't? Yeah. You don't? Yeah. Oh, care now. Care now. History repeats itself. Oh, <laughs> like, oh fuck. Oh, God. Oh, God. Miss Chelsea. Yep. It's just like your blood splattered. Yeah. Miss Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Trying to fucking lie. Yeah. Trying to piece it back together like she I'm goes, really good at puzzles. She, yeah, she goes, here's motivation. <laughs> so wait. So that was the first one. This was the first one, but I was young. How did they tell you? My mom. But So what ended up happening is my mom ended up telling me because okay. uh, like, I was like, I forgot her name. I think her name started with a D. And I was like, whatever happened to that lady? And she was like, oh, like she ended up committing suicide. And I'm like, Damn. what? And my mom actually liked her. So then I had another social worker. It's an African dude who was always on vacation. He only showed up. Just voicemails? <laughs> Help. He's like, boop. Hey, you have reached my cell phone. I am going to get And he goes, I need help. I'm in the fucking I mean, system. If a social worker had that thing, it was, hello? Hello? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's not me. Leave a message, though. Yeah. You, know, like, you know what like, to do. Like, I'm being beaten to death by my by my foster brother. Oh, he's fucking. I was just it's a, a message. It's a machine. I was just in a handicap match with my fucking foster dad and his brother. You know what to do. <laughs> you hear the beep? Lay down the street. It's just like some fun thing that you're calling. Like, fucking help me. <laughs> so the, the second guy was always on vacation. Second guy was always on vacation. Only showed up when there was like court because you got to go to a family court and check in and all that stuff yeah. and they'll check the progress of the kids and then the mom and see if they're ready for a reunification and all that shit and he only show up when it was that time okay but I wouldn't see him any other time and that's like your agent like yeah. your fucking social worker is like your agent so if, you, if it's take not, you out to lunch and shit, were you with a family that you liked at that point, or were you with a uh, shitty family? So I, was like, a, I was with a shitty family. Like uh, the mom was always cool. It was the dad. He had like this, like this. Th- I was always tall. Like once yeah. I hit like 
uh, I want to say like the end of ninth grade going into I just shot up and yeah. I just got like bigger and then most of my foster parents seen that as like oh you're a man by the way what a great like comedy yeah. origin story because like, me you and Derek are we're hacks in the world of comedy at this point single mom everybody yeah. gets it yeah, yeah. yeah. no one liked your, your mom, mom. You, need, you need more of a male figure you know blah 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 yeah. all that yeah. fucking morose scrapping with foster parents yeah. but yeah. it's start, like even in group homes like you fight most of the staff there because they're like slamming kids on their heads Jesus like for real like all the holds that cops do I think that, that was Mike Vecchione's job at one yeah. point I swear <laughs> to God Mike talked about it he it was, was like you ever get put in a legal chokehold I was like all the time. Dude, you're, at, you're fucking... You're Are there beat. legal chokeholds? Dude, yeah, you should put them in. Like, you got to put them... You got to do holds that don't involve the neck. Gotcha. So, but they would put them in, like, full Nelson's, half Nelson's. Dude, your Brazilian... Your jiu-jitsu must have been off the <laughs> yeah, chart, yeah, dude. your jits is tight. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good luck getting a Kimura on Monroe. <laughs> Training out of group home in yeah. Fallcroft, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Dude, they... So, you learn how to roll quick, though. You learn yeah, how Ro to... Yeah, does have a foster child's jab. His, he has a foster yeah. kid's jab. Yeah, a quick one. Shit. Quick one. You know I've even... seen him like tested. Like, yeah. where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Burley, nigga, it's, a don't, it's a don't. It's a don't touch my shit fast. punch. I remember like, when we was at uh, the movie theater. He was oh, about yeah. to, y'all was fuck that fight that was about to happen. I was like, yeah. damn, Ro is kind of fast. That's those jabs. Goes yeah. as much as paste. Hey guys, it's Black Lou again. Joe DeRosa subbed in for an absent Dan Soder on Wednesday. He and Jay welcomed Corinne Fisher, who told us about getting an awful text at the wrong time. Enjoy. You've been very kind to me. It's been a tumultuous 24 hours. It's been a wild one for Corinne. She, uh, <laughs> poor Corinne was on the worst last night we did, so which was a great show. And thank you so much for doing it. You, you I was it in off. the worst state. Yeah. She came on stage. It was so for real. It was so manic. Every, like, it was so manic. It, everyone was like, is she okay? Yeah. They were like, what do you do? You go home? I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and it was, uh, and it was hard. I've had to do show I mean everyone probably every comics had to do a show or to some degree right away when like something pretty miserable happens in your life it's like just, it, especially it, heartbreak yeah. stuff, stuff of the heart's even the worst yeah right you get, like I remember said when I my I told them on stage last night with you too yeah when my ex-girlfriend Cheryl uh broke up me that I was with for years when I started, first started coming to New York like having to go up and do spots which is like, this is like the era of the comedy cellar we'd go there we were the brand new guys not working the cellar just new guys in New York that were like Keith's guys and it'd go there, and they would just tell that information to like Norton, Florentine, Patrice, like you know Voss, and those guys weren't like, ah, oh, man, you all right, buddy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. it was like, good for you, you piece of shit. Yeah, she was fucking too hot for you, anyways, and just all these <laughs> things. But it said somehow kind of get you out of it. Yeah, yeah. Just like laughing about it, but yeah. it was so like, you had to be funny in the moment, which is like a different thing. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and I think I, yeah, I was like, oh god, everyone's uncomfortable. So, uh, and then sometimes you realize things are so bad, only you can help you in that moment. Because I even look, I was like, maybe Jake. And help me, and I looked up, and he was like, and I was like, oh, this is a lady problem, you know. <laughs> and I was like, this is lady level, and Christine's not on stage, so I'm gonna have to get through this with my blazer by myself. Well, if you explain what happened right before you went on stage, um, right before I, I went on stage, and I went, not like a comedy, right before, like literally three minutes, I was putting my notes together for the show, and like a colleague, a friend slash colleague, like not someone super close to me, just sent me a screenshot of my uh, ex boyfriend's. Uh, new girlfriend uh, 
with a, an engagement ring on. And this is the one that looks like me and that he cheated on me with. And he and then my friend just goes, God, I have so many questions. And I'm like, I I mean, it would be bad enough to get that in text. But to get the full photo with the Facebook announcement of it, I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. Even though this is someone yeah. I dumped and someone who is toxic and I don't like. It was still, I mean, I'm a human being. Sure. Right. <laughs> I, I'm like crouched over. And then I felt like a male comic rubbing my back. And it was so nice. And I needed it so much. And it was either like Mark Normand or Sal Volcano. Maybe both of them. I don't know. And I was like, whoever this is, this is so nice. Funny, they were just holding hands behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> they were having a gay hand touch behind your back. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess. Grin, so, yeah. move. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, God, stop, stop blubbering. Get over there. Um, that yeah. fucking sucks, dude. You know, uh, yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, and it's so uh, the toxic thing you said. So it still doesn't matter. You because I mean, you're almost then probably makes you think you're like, uh, man, was he talk? Why is this girl not think he's toxic? Oh <laughs> did, no, no, no. It all did makes he sense. Change completely. That no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Uh, the, everything makes sense to me in that. Like, thank God I work in relationships so much, and I talk about it and I read so much materials about it. I'm actually really good. And by the time I had was like walking home from Joe and I's show, like I had already talked myself out of it, and I was like, "You're good." And I just and I was also like fully in ketosis, so I was it was like day three though. <laughs> so that makes you so crazy because you're detoxing from sugar. So my m- emotions were like it was just the, the, all the timing of everything was the absolute worst. But by the time I woke up this morning, I was like making fun of it laughing at myself I updated my header on Twitter to uh, I'll just say James's uh, engagement announcement and uh, I being petty honestly just makes me feel so great and it's so cathartic I recommend it to anyone you know yeah, yeah. it was wonderful because people I was like is that too petty to do and then within moments of asking the question on Twitter I, I had already updated it I had to do some photoshopping too I didn't put their names in it you I know? have a, a long standing policy if I'm Hurting. If you make me hurt a little bit, I need you to hurt a little bit worse. Yeah, we're all hurting. Yeah, yeah. If I'm hurting. If I'm hurting, hurting, we're all gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah, we're all. Yeah, hurting. if it's I'm going down, I'm bringing some yeah. people with me. If I'm gonna be sad, everybody's <laughs> yeah. gonna be sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I'm not sitting here sad by myself. Yeah. Everyone's going eight different directions. Yeah. I'm pissed off. It's Guys, like sorry that uh, the cops caught me. I'm gonna have to rat you all out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just what has to happen. Well, they got me, so that's your problem. If they'd have got you, maybe this would go different. God. You should have sacrificed yourself and not let him get me. <laughs> oh my God! Who uh, told you? I mean, you don't have to say it, his name, but I mean, what's the relationship? It, it's a comic and a co- colleague of mine. He, I mean, he's trying to bang you. I was going to say you made a joke about that. He's trying to bang you. I don't think that that. I, I don't know if that was his approach, but it, that was not helpful. And he also like I'm seeing someone else, but yeah, but that's a fucking dumb approach. But whoever yeah. did that's actually that's lame. That was only, I don't what, I don't know who it is so I, I'm, I'm no, not calling him. No, no, no. He actually. Oh, since the show, he texted me actually uh, like a couple hours ago, and he was like, "Yo, I feel really bad about yesterday. I just like because he he truly thought that we would have a good laugh about it. This is a problem because I am like so I come off as so strong, and I am, but it's like I'm still human. I'm not invincible. Got you. So he you was know? like, I got you. so yeah. So it was maybe I don't know. I, it took me back so much to when you said it yesterday. When the girl who I was, uh, Janessa, Janessa Faragali, who I was like my high school crush, <laughs> I had such a Philly name. Christine's like, I know oh all the names. God. Oh my I know all the names. Christine's Jay. Jay. Jay, did you grow up in Moonstruck? <laughs> Get a snip out of it. <laughs> hey, Janessa Faragali. 
<laughs> Pull the Chevy around. I got the lasagna. Yeah, very Philly. Very, very Philly. So Philly. Holy Dago Christ. Yeah. That is a fucking Italian name. Yeah. Jesus I pray God. to the WAP gods that you greaseball bitch made my mother go blind. <laughs> she was my high school crush. There's nothing. There's no... Christine knows her name only from the stories of this not working out ever. Oh, well into me and Christine's relationship, this girl's not interested in me still. <laughs> we we know because he did a beef and a beef and beer. I performed. I performed on a beef and beer in Philly like two years ago for yeah, uh, like a time that I shouldn't her? have done that. Like for her, it was like charity for a thing. dance charity. Oh, well, the old dance charity. That's what gets you. By the way, saved a nightmare of what was happening in that show. A nightmare of what was happening. I got introduced to the guy. The guy who was working it, Joe, you'll remember. Like an opening, the opening comic, you mean? The opening comic, okay. hosting, was, remember Cousin Vinny? Yes. From Philly? Yes. The little guy? Yes. Whatever. He yes. was, he's an open micer from Philly from back in the day. He was an older guy. For you? He was hosting the show for him. <laughs> <laughs> Had a beef and beer. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's slow it down. Sure. <laughs> give, me, give me some of the bits. Give me some of the bits that oh, came out in that opening monologue. I don't remember one bit he had. All I know was he said he doesn't do comedy anymore. <laughs> He's a boxing announcer. <laughs> oh. So I go, uh, I go. oh, that's cool. And, he's tell- and then goes on to give me uh, 30 minutes of his life falling apart, the... His wife, like he married like a girl's like in her twenties or something, and he's in his fifties. And then she died from something weird, and he's like, "My angel, every day is a new nightmare that I wake up with." Oh my god! <laughs> All the stuff and you're like, oh my, "Oh my lord!" Yeah, that's heavy. That's heavy. Then he goes, "All right, so I'm gonna do a little bit of time, and then I'll bring you know Rob May. You went with me. He was gonna go on, and then I'll bring you up." Did Rob go on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how'd that go? <laughs> Not good, dude. It didn't go great for me. It was like, when as good as it was going to go. I, just, like, right. kinda, I, I was able to command their attention. Rob, I've seen Rob offend a wanting audience. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah, a yeah. pleased, happy audience. But this is Philly, a Philly beef and beer. That's what I'm saying. Hosted by <laughs> Janessa Farragelli. So I think everything's fine. Samantha oh, Montavani, not present. She was the other crush. Samantha Montavani. So much oh, name. Just Philly, so dog. much name. Philly. So Philly. <laughs> So, uh, so that guy Vinny goes to me before he starts the show. He goes, "Hey man," he goes, "Uh, what?" Well, I goes, "How tall are you?" I go, "I'm like six three. He goes, "What do you weigh?" Uh, I go, "Why?" And he goes, "Oh, because like you know, I'm I'm a boxing announcer now. So when I bring you up, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring you up as like the heavyweight king of comedy." Oof. And I go, "Dude, dude, dude!" I go, "Do me a favor." I've never I, every host that's ever walked up to me in my life, in, up into including yesterday for something. Goes, what do you want me to say? I bring you up. I go, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's just this, and I go, if you need something, like just bonfire, whatever. It's like, just, and dude, whatever. by the way, I I do, but real quick, I do that too. And the host always laughs, like, oh, you. And I go, it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to go, oh, he was on that. I'll laugh now. Yeah. Even yeah, if yeah. be funny, you're not going to be funny. They don't give a fuck. If they leave, if they go, they'll go. Can I say, just bonfire? Sure. Yeah. Can I say just net. Sure. Whatever you say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. But this guy goes, I do like a boxing. I can already tell what he's getting ready to say. I do the heavyweight champion of comedy. And I go, oh, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> I go, do me a favor. I'm begging you, dude. You go, Vinny, look me but, in the eye. Yeah, dude, don't fucking do that. <laughs> the Does videos. he do that for female comics, you, Are you trying too? to find it, Christine? You're trying to find it? Well, I don't think, not allowed he doesn't, at the beef and beer? He doesn't do a ton of shows, this Vinny guy. Right. This, this no. is, he's never met a female comedian. Oh, my Possibly God. Possibly not. <laughs> Possibly Vinny? not. Vinny? Don't do that. I go, Vinny. 
Vinny, don't do that. Vinny. I go, don't say, I'm not giving you my weight. And don't say my weight. Holy please. shit. What if he just guessed like a carnival guy? Well, we have video, oh, we have, we have video anyway. of this. So <laughs> Rob goes, I'm backstage. Rob Mayu had the intelligence to film this. It's me just backstage behind just, you know, like a, uh, you know, like a Chinese like a partition. Barrel? Yeah, like a, you know, it's like a little, yeah, like a curtain. A pickle barrel. Thing. Yeah. I'm We've just, all been there. I'm waiting behind this thing to go on. Uh, by the way, on the night, Janessa Faragelli barely hanging out or saying hello or anything at all. Could not really over give a shit that I'm doing this she had sweet beef, thing for. She it. had beef and beer to over. She had beef and beer well, to over. Also, she knew you were. She, she knew you were in love with her and that you would do it, but she didn't really want to actually like entertain the thought she of acts, screwing you. She had, well, but I'm not entertaining the idea of screwing her. It's just simply Aria, I want we're her so, to. We're here want talking to. about her on serious. I yes, she's called in the show before. I want her to want to fuck me is the problem. He goes on stage, and what Rob films is my face when this guy on stage goes, Everybody, you ready for your headliner? I bring to you, standing at six foot two, <laughs> takes off an inch, 280 pounds, adds weight. <laughs> knew he was gonna guess actually you know what and to make and i swear to you this is true i just forgot to say this when he asked me my weight before i said what for i go i like 270 he's like he's like oh yeah i go then why why do you want to know and then he said the whole thing so i go don't do that he takes off an inch and adds 10 pounds (laughs) (laughs) and and you just see my face when he goes the heck goes at 280 pounds and rob just films me going why don't you know how fat I am in front of Janessa Faragali? This is like high school all over. But Holy Janessa, shit. poor Janessa, though, talk about like not what I thought happened with you with that text. Why I bring it up at all uh-huh. was because uh, I liked her always, and she did like date or make out or whatever you called it in high school. Well, I don't know if, how much fucking was going on really, but like, right, definitely like dated and like you know we're a boyfriend girlfriend around, school, yeah, uh, through. A lot of friends of mine, and, stuff. and when one of my friends said, uh, one of my friends was like, uh, just having dude talk shitty for sure, but which I don't know if I would have cared if it wasn't a girl that I liked also, but he's just doing like the she was all sad because I don't want to like date her like seriously or whatever, but it's like, go eat a cheeseburger, you bitch, because like she was chubby to some degree, and like, uh, I didn't think so, I thought she was a, a, amazing. <laughs> I think you're perfect, <laughs> yeah, I think you're perfect. <laughs> Holding up the sign from Love Actually. I want to dance with you in a fountain. She fit into my starter jacket. She fit into my starter jackets wonderfully. (laughs) But uh, shut up about those other guys. They don't know anything. Dude, I like a. I mean, this is world class retarded. I go up to her in the hall, and I want to. She's in school, like sad about TJ or something like that. And I'm trying to make her. I'm like, this is going to get her to be into me now. When I tell her, I go, he's he said that you should go get a cheeseburger, and he doesn't even know. Like, don't waste your time being upset about that. And and she was and she just went. I'm like, in my mind, she's going to go. Thank you for telling me that. I love you. Right. Instead, she just went. He said what? And then cried. <laughs> I made her feel ten times worse. And then TJ comes up to me and he's like, dude, what the fuck did you tell her? And I didn't even have anything. I I was like, my instincts. I was like bigger than him. I was like, why? What's up? What's up? What are you going to do about it? And he's like nothing man it's just fucked up like why would you tell her i said that i'm like i just made it i'm an asshole to everybody i didn't make not one thing better there so i guess Aww. i deserve to get stiffed at a beef and beer Aww. i got called 280 pounds at the end of it i was like I, she, I was like i'm leaving she's like how was your set by the way it's fine you did like you got through it fine. and yeah all right but like good for the situation which one, which one is she 
Not the one you're going to guess it is. Wait, do the people Please. at home see this? I love <laughs> no, this no, no, show. No, no, no. Okay, Please tell like, me. This is the show. Uh, I love it. I wanted it to be second from the left so bad. You know what's really funny? The girl next to her was my actual date that night. Gee, That's that girl junior prom. Is ten times hotter. I like Gina Zavaragali. <laughs> Nothing against you Gina. You don't know them. You don't know them like he knows them, Joe. Come Dude, on. Zavaragali lady doesn't Look, sound like a nice person. Can I tell you what? You can tell by the smiles that the girl he likes has more personality. Yes. I'll tell you, Schwartzberg. That's who I went with. Courtney Schwartzberg. That's, she was a, a nice uh, Jewish girl. Uh, yeah. She was uh, a sweatpants, matching color sweatshirt, sweatpants all day, every day girl at school. Went with I moved I switched schools so this was to go back I went with her because there was like an excuse for me to be able to come to the prom with all my friends right not the new school so she wasn't going with anybody so we were like yeah we'll go I went with her I was such a dweeb in, in high school I would never go back to those times I have no interest in going no, back to that no who yeah. only losers would want to go back to high do. school yeah if you that was the best time in your life you're a loser you peaked yeah it's bad time to peak but this yeah. girl yeah. she showed up walking out of her house looking like, and I was like blown away I was like holy shit she looks <laughs> great it was like she's she was like she's She's, she's, so I, that movie, She's the Man. No, she's, all she's all that. that. She's all that. <laughs> she came down the she's stairs. The man. Goes, she's the man is a man divine stressing up as a young boy to play like, soccer. She moved, she's all that on you. She, she sees all that on me. And she did because then I, at the end of the night, at the end of the night, I go and tell her friend this one who... That bitch has something to prove. Can't wait can for somebody it. to talk to her. Yeah. That I am now willing to hook up with the one I came on the date with, who's her friend. You're willing to. And that girl went and said something to her, and she was like, yeah, she's going home. Like, she has no what interest in doing it. I'm, I'm like, say. right. That makes sense. <laughs> it was a dumb, stupid, really dumb thing to say. Uh, I'll, I didn't say, like, I'll allow, but I was just like, yeah, let her know that I'm like, you know, I'm into it. <laughs> I was like, what? I, by the way, that's nothing that gives off my personality in life at all, even in that school. So it's a weird, like, I'll do her the favor, you know? <laughs> you should have been like, you clean up nice. That's my favorite thing when people say, <laughs> say to me, nice. you clean up nice. I will, I will stab anyone in the face who says that to me. Hello there, everyone. This is DJ Lou. And on this week's Lost Tapes, Jay and Dan talk about the latest installment of Surviving R. Kelly, which leads them to talk about molestation, which leads them to talk about fucking their teachers. Here's the clip. Enjoy. I'm Big Jokes, and that's Dan Soder. We were talking about the R. Kelly thing, that there was like a $5,000 settlement. What that was for was they found out the guy, the neighbor guy who was molesting, Mr. Harry, who was molesting R. Kelly, or tried to molest R. Kelly and his brothers, brothers, and I think did achieve it with at least R. Kelly. I caught one of them Kelly boys. If not one of them. And they, uh, they, the mom found out and they paid the mom, that guy paid the mom five grand to not like How poor were they though? Poor, but five grand? That's crazy. Probably could have got, I'm, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying, be a shitty feeling I'm not saying I don't understand taking a settlement. I go, damn lady, you like settled on that like, five grand. That's a, uh, like you get that guy to, that guy would have liquidated his fucking house to not go to jail for that. Yeah. So if you just said, like, Move no, I need, need $200,000, that guy would have figured out a way. But, man, as a child, especially as a victim, to have that feeling of your family just being like, we'll take the money. Yeah, it's got to go away. You got to be like, man, fuck this. Well, he also became a guy that ended up just doing that, like offering money to people. You know what I mean? So that just was the brother that, or R. Kelly did. R. Kelly, oh, no, R. Kelly. R. Kelly then started. Isn't that kind of oh. weird that you become that? 
that you like just become like well, tends to go either way. Thing. Usually, what's that? It usually goes either way. You became like a, you become like a damaged fucking like victim your whole life, or you yeah. become like the abuse, you know, the abuser. They also had a family member, which I'm guessing is a cousin, by the way. They blanket out, who was only a few years older than them, a girl. And the one brother, the younger brother, starts describing like what she did to him and getting on top of him, like making him like lay down, pushing him on the bed and playing with his dick, and then getting on top of him, I guess, and riding him. He was like from six to ten, which I'm like. Phew. Black dick, dude. Am I right? Six years old, you can get in. Six years old, my pud wouldn't have gone in anything. Also, I wouldn't have. It was a button, dude. I was a real. I was real sensitive to smells and and feelings and textures and everything made you hard. I would have been like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" There's no way I could just have a girl ride me and be like, "Okay." So I'd just be like, "What is this?" Oh, you humping? And he goes, "Yeah, is that you fucking want it?" I go, "Yeah." You want that six-year-old dick? I go, "Hear that? Yeah." Spot, 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 spot. Yeah, it's going pew 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 pew. Yeah, you want Santa to put you on the good list? I lost a tooth. I got a dollar for it. I was supposed to spend that dollar. My baby teeth are almost out. Yeah. And then he found out that she was doing it to R. Kelly too. Oh, he got and when that. he went to talk to me, so he said they were in a conversation one time where they were like, "Man, you never had no pussy before. You never got laid before." And he said R. Kelly was like, "Yeah, huh? Yeah, I like very comfortable. Yeah, I had." He goes, "Then I would see. I would know what was going on with this cousin." And I was like. I think he liked it. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I guess it's going to go however you take it. Some, it's, you know, there's so many more dudes being fucked by their female school teachers than, are, than the school teachers are going down for. Oh, because for there's sure. a major handful of them are just like, yeah. I jerked like, off to you're that being molested for my junior year of high school. I'd like, probably say, you're being the- molested. You're like, what? Yeah. Dude, I ain't say I ain't fuck gonna, yourself, dude. I ain't gonna say the uh, teacher's name, but she was my marketing teacher, and mm-hmm. I used to just go to class and be like, "I'm gonna jerk off to you," like confidently in my head, like, "Man, you have no idea the ropes I'm." So weird. We've said that I've never had a teacher that was attractive in my life, ever, ever. Not even one in your school. I'm sure there was, sure, but I don't. Never like there was someone that I don't remember ever going through a year of school. What's got to be the I don't remember going through a year of school where every time you see it, it goes, well, at least at least we get to look at Mrs. Whatever. But I'm saying like if you had like a like a Mrs. Taylor, like a Ms. Taylor, you know what I mean? And then you're like talking with your buddies and you're like, I'd fuck Miss Taylor. I bet Miss Taylor would fuck good. You know what I mean? You're like a 15 year old kid and you're talking like your older brother. You're talking like shit. You see. Yeah. The TV. But then for that to push back. And Miss Taylor would be like, hey, I do fuck stand good. school? I do fuck good. Real good. Yeah, and you're like, Hah! I would just come. I would just be coming. I'd just be like, fuck, I'm losing it. If you fucked your teacher, please call in on Monday. Please. Just because that instant moment where it gets real. Guys it's like and fun, girls. Guys and girls. But you know what I mean? Like, that's got to be a thing where right as it happens, you're like, oh, this is getting real. Like when they're like, so do you want to fuck? And you're like, good. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. East on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.